Welcome to the Monday Morning Show. That's Ryan G. Hensley with a new updated backdrop. Looks phenomenal. Appreciate it. And we've been talking about nothing for the last week, trying to figure out who they might play. It's the Packers, and the Packers look formidable. They're not scared of the moment like the Cowboys always are. Can we just take one second? One second. Yes, man. They suck. They yeah. need to fire their coach, even though they won the division. They're going nowhere. And then you get rid of Dak, too, and his $60 million cap hit next year. But that's neither here nor there. I keep getting fooled by, by Dak and the Cowboys, man. I, I keep thinking, like, at some point, they're going to figure it out in the postseason. Dak played great this year. I was like, okay, maybe Dak figured it out. Maybe the Cowboys are figured it out, but nah. I Every time I bet, bet against the Cowboys, I win. Every time I bet for the Cowboys, I lose. I took a hard L thinking the Cowboys were going to beat the Packers, man. I don't know what I was thinking. Never again. Yeah, I think they've pretty much established themselves as a team that can beat up on bad teams, but a team that is not ready for big games. So yeah. forget the Cowboys. Interested to see who, what Jerry Jones does. I think he'll do something. But now we got to look at the Packers. The Packers mm-hmm. are uh, coming in hot, and they have a quarterback who's playing as well as any quarterback in the league. So let's look at Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, and C.J. Stroud, who played mm. on Saturday, and eviscerated the Browns. Yeah. Who's the best young quarterback of them all? So that's this is a tough question. I posed this question on Twitter. I, you know, obviously, Niner fans, they're going with Brock. Um, you know, got to love Niner fans. They're hardcore homers. And I appreciate that about Niner fans. But the, the truth is, man, I think if you're just looking at a straight talent standpoint, I got to go C.J. Stroud as the best quarterback of all three. I think he does everything that Brock can do, plus he has elite arm talent. He can make every throw on the field. So I got to go C.J. Stroud as the best out of the three right now. Now, if you look at like who's going to be the most accomplished when all is said and done, I think I'll take Brock. I think Brock is in the best situation. And I think he's going to accomplish more. I mean, that kid might win a Super Bowl this year. I think there's a good chance that that happens. So from an accomplishment standpoint, from an achievement standpoint, when all is said and done, it might be Brock Purdy. But from an overall talent standpoint, I think C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love are both more talented than Brock Purdy and might end up being better quarterbacks than Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy is going to be more accomplished because he is on a great team. Now, not to take away from Brock, Brock's great. He's really really good, good, right? It's not a knock on him. Um, But I think overall talent, I think those guys have more talent. But Brock's going to accomplish more in his career. I feel like most people will go with Stroud here. I put a a poll on Twitter last night during the game. During the the game that the Packers were destroying the Cowboys, and I said, who's a better quarterback? Who's better? Love or Stroud? Stroud got 82% of the vote, which to me, I mean, that shows how people feel. Uh, Why is Stroud considered head and shoulders better than love he's three years younger than love what Stroud, Stroud just turned 22 what he's doing at 22 is freaking remarkable yeah uh that being said 25 is still pretty young and yeah. i think people aren't really looking at jordan love or maybe they're a little late but what i see is a guy like, of these three i think love has the strongest arm mm-hmm. and i think Probably. he's the fastest yeah doesn't make, yeah, doesn't make him the best. But just raw tools, he's still yeah. improving. I mean, he might have the highest ceiling of these guys. You could go with Stroud because he's three years younger. You could go with Love because of the tools. 
I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't become a starter until until he was in his mid twenties, and he had the yeah. highest ceiling ever. So I don't discount Jordan Love. And then with with Brock Purdy, um, I mean, I guess don't discount him either. Let's see what he does yeah. in these playoffs. Last year, he could have won the Super Bowl last year, but there was like a fluky injury type thing. So let's see what he does. You know, healthy. Yeah, actually, uh, Jesse asked me before the season. I did a show with Jesse, and he asked me if I take Jordan Love or Brock Purdy. Now, I will say I was right about Stroud. I predicted he was going to be the best quarterback coming out of this draft. I said he should have been the number one. I was right about that. <clears throat> I was right about Jordan Love. I was wrong about Brock and how how able how great he has been this year. But I did. Jesse asked me, would I take Jordan Love over Brock Purdy before the season? And I said I would take Jordan Love um, because of what what you just talked about. You could see that with Jordan Love. I feel like all three of these quarterbacks process really well. The the real big difference between them is Stroud and Love have that arm strength that Brock doesn't, and therefore can make every throw on the field. I think what's interesting about Love is that pretty much everyone wrote him off last year, and no one really thought the Packers were doing anything transitioning to Love this year. I remember last year when people were writing off Trey Lance, people would say, hey, he's Jordan Love. Sorry, you got one of these guys. You try to put them on the bench and develop them, but hey, that's what Green Bay tried to do. And yeah. they had, you know, that they had the, the blueprint. They had Aaron Rodgers to help. It didn't work for them. It's not right. going to work for you. And I'm not saying yeah. Trey Lance is the next Jordan Love, but it's interesting that a quarterback that was written off, didn't play for three years, could have right. a season like this. And I know Niner fans don't care about Trey Lance anymore, but kind of be, he's going to be entering his fourth season next year. And I don't know if he's going to be starting, but Dallas might want to get rid of Dak Prescott or restructure that contract. And it's interesting to think of young quarterbacks who could still get a foothold in their mid-20s. And, and that's what I've been saying about Trey Lance. Like, just because Brock has played really well, that doesn't mean that Trey can't at some point yeah. play really well himself. It's just about will he get that opportunity to develop on the field. That's what he needs to do in order to get better. He needs to play. And if somebody gives Trey Lance that opportunity, who knows? Maybe he can still reach that potential because, like it or not, whether you're a Trey hater or not, Trey Lance has a hell of a lot of potential, man. If somebody gives him that opportunity to develop on the field, you might see something like Jordan Love. And so the people that were comparing him to Jordan Love, hey, maybe you're right. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what the next coach of the Cowboys decides to do. I don't expect Mike McCarthy to be there next year. You bring in someone else, and you look at how that season ended against a quarterback in love. You got yeah. someone similar, similar career trajectory. Maybe maybe don't spend $60 million. But there's going to be all that dead cap money that they'd have to – got to get rid of Dak. Got to yeah. get rid of Dak. He's not good enough. Uh, McCarthy not good enough. See what happens. Do you think they do? Lance, do you think but... they do? do you, what do you think the Cowboys do? Do they get rid of McCarthy and Dak? Do you think that actually happens? Um, I I don't see how you keep McCarthy after that game, after another yeah. first round exit. I think he's got to go, mm -hmm. and uh, the next coach can come in and make a decision on Dak. Maybe they keep Dak one year, like kind of like what Sean Payton did with Russell Wilson, but then sort of make his life miserable and try to get him to take a pay cut and that kind of da dance. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. You can't just get rid of that contract. Like dead money is going to be sizable. Um, yeah, there's a lot of coach. There's a lot of coaching vacancies. I think there's like eight coaching vacancies right now, and the Cowboys they're going to be number nine here shortly. I believe. I, think I you're would right. think so. That's an unpre. Yeah. It's usually about seven. Now, eight's about right, but yeah.
We'll see. I mean, it usually don't fire a coach after they won the division, but how can you bring him back and feel confident? You know it's going to happen. You know what's funny is I was thinking about I was watching that game. Is um, I don't know if it was on our show together or another show you were on with somebody. You're saying that he always looks worried or always looks scared or something like that, McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that show, man, and within like two minutes, I was like, hey, Grant's right, man. He He's out there looking worried already. I thought that was funny, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What's that? I'm outside. Bird? Someone just like flew a drone overhead. I'm like, wow, that's pretty. That's crazy. Yeah. Tense. Okay. Not enough. Yeah. Not enough sauces. Yeah. How much will the six day turnaround hurt the packs? True, I think man. it's huge. I think it's huge, Grant. Like, right. I, I looked at their injury report from last week on Friday. Mm-hmm. The longest injury report I've ever seen. 19 yeah. cats on that injury report for Damn. the Packers. Damn. That, that was before this game. And I think they lost at least two guys in this game. So, I mean, that's the advantage of having this bye week. Niners are definitely in a good position. Yeah, the Niners should definitely win, but it's going to be a game. Matt McEwen says Niners got a, uh, a great run game. Green Bay going to struggle versus the run. They, sh- they did pretty good against Kyron Williams. Did they not? Yeah. I thought they I think did. They gave up on it a little bit. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says, I agree, Ryan. Brock will be most accomplished for short term. Long term, I like Stroud. I like Stroud too. Really yeah. good. Chris Tallarico says, Problem is that Brock Purdy isn't a playmaker. He's really good, but I saw stuff from Love uh, uh, yesterday that I haven't seen outside of a top five quarterback. I think Brock um, is a playmaker. I just don't think he has that arm talent that Love has. That the kind of the throws that he was making were phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Brock's just not going to make those. But Brock is a playmaker within his skill set. He just can't drive the ball like Love. Love can really drive it. Yeah. Bar- Brian Beltran says it would be fitting that Love is able to beat the Niners in his first playoff game against the Niners, but Rodgers could not beat the Niners. Is that where this is going? Is Love going to distinguish himself right off the bat? I think Love Rogers- has. Love has had the best first playoff appearance over Favre and Rodgers statistically yesterday. Yeah. Good for him. Chris Tallarico says Trey's going to get a shot this offseason. Well, see what he does with it. I got another question. Well, how do you see this matchup breaking down? Niners-Packers, one versus seven seed. On paper, you'd think this is not going to be a close game, but these might be the two best teams in the NFC. Maybe. Hmm. Well, I think there's a lot to it. I think we talked about the quarterback. So Love is phenomenal. I, I I really like Love. He's he's done a great job. Brock Purdy's having a great season as well. Offensively, I think they're both good. But I think this Niners defense is going to be too much for that offense at the end of the day. And I think the 49ers uh, defense is going to do a better job than the Packers defense. Um, so I think that's going to be the difference maker. This 49ers both both teams have great offenses, right? Green Bay's younger, um, but they're beat up. They're coming into Levi Stadium. They got to travel to the West Coast, and this 49ers defense is going to make the difference, I believe, uh, over the Packers. The Packers defense is good. It's not great, whereas the Niners have a great defense. I fully expect the 49ers to win this this game, even though I think Love is, is a great quarterback. I think Brock's doing a fantastic job. This offense is elite. I fully expect the Niners to pull this one off. Yeah, I mean, they should. They should be expected to win. Um, what's interesting, though, is that they're both 7-3 and three in their last 10. And yeah. you can say that the Packers haven't played as, as good a team. Like, they lost to Tampa just about a month ago, which is kind mm-hmm. of uh, alarming because the Niners destroyed Tampa. 
I also lost to the Giants by two, but they beat the Chiefs and they beat Detroit in Detroit 29-22, which is why I feel like the Packers are the second best team in the NFC and that this game is going to be really, really, really good. Um, two elite quarterbacks or two quarterbacks who are playing at an elite level, two elite running backs. Let's talk about that for a second. Pack yeah. Aaron Jones is really good. He is. He may not be as good as Christian McCaffrey, like overall, but man, as a ball carrier, I think he's as good as Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And the, the two systems are so similar, the, how it's based on the run and play action and pocket movement, and both quarterbacks can throw so well on the run. Really similar offenses. Yeah. 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 Less motion before, less motion before the stamp, I would say. But other than yeah. that, it's it's pretty, pretty, it's damn near identical. They run the ball, they they play off of play action. Love can make those big throws, but I think the big deal for the 49ers is getting Eric Armstead back this week. Yeah. Uh, he practiced last week. Him coming back is huge. Without Eric Armstead, it would scare me more. But uh, I think Eric Armstead has been one of the most unappreciated players on this 49ers team for a while, by by people like myself included. Um, when he's gone, you see the difference in the run game. So the 49ers got to do all they can. That has been one of the weaknesses for the 49ers in their defense this year is stopping the run. But I think with Eric Armstead, they have a much better chance to do that. I think they really need to focus in on that. If they can take Aaron Jones out of the equation or at least reduce him and just put it all in Love's hands, then they stand a better chance. And I think they're going to. I think they're going to be ready. I think Kyle Shanahan has started preparing last night uh, for this Packers team. I think they're going to be rested. They're going to be healthy. They're going to be ready to go. This defense, Grant, if you look at this defense this year, it seems like they got wore out twice, mm -hmm. right? It seems like they got wore out during that three-game skid. They were wore out. And, this, and towards the end of this season, they were wore out again. Mm -hmm. But now they had this bye week, and they're going to come back in it healthy. And all they got to go is three games. And I think they're poised to do that with the rest. Well, I, uh, the Niners have played the Packers twice in the playoffs last few years. Yeah. Uh, LaFleur was the coach, I want to say, both times, correct? Mm -hmm. yes? yes. Okay. Uh, so both times, a big way the Niners won that game was shutting down uh, Aaron Jones. He had 56 rushing yards in 2020, and he had 41 rushing yards in 2022. Last night against the Cowboys, he rushed 21 times for 118 yards and three touchdowns. I, I feel like their offense is different now with Jordan Love. With with Aaron Rodgers, I get the feeling that he would sort of demand that they would pass the ball a ton. Now you have a young quarterback on his rookie deal trying to please the coach, and you got much more of a 49ers style attack where they're going to run the ball. And I think if unless the Niners offense just scores a bunch of points early, this game's close. Those are the kind of games that give the Niners problems because now run defense is an issue. Like now yeah. you can't just make that. They're they're so good at scoring first, taking a lead, and making the other team one-dimensional. It's going to be hard to do that. I mean, they can do it. They yeah. can do it. But they're going to have to do it against the Packers. Otherwise, this game, they could lose. They got to get that yeah. early lead like they usually that, do. That's the big thing about the two teams that I think outside of the Niners that are good in the NFC, are, your Packers and your Lions. They both can run the ball. Um, and I actually, I expect, I know we're, I'm jumping ahead here, but. I think the 49ers pulled this win off against Green Bay. Uh, and I think the Bucs beat the Eagles today. And I think the Lions beat the Bucs. And I think the 49ers could be playing the Lions in the NFC Championship. I think that's a possibility. But my point is the Lions and the Green Bay Packers, they both run the ball. That's been a weakness for the 49ers all year, stopping the run. If you if there's one weakness in this 49ers defense, that's it. 
And so they have to really just dial in and focus and stop them like they have in years past. I think they can do it again. And again, with the return of Eric Armstead, I think that's the difference. Also, the Niners' biggest weakness, biggest weakness, it's not to me the run defense. That's a it's a it's an issue. It's not a bad run defense. It's just not as good as it used to be. Mm -hmm. This is always their issue, containing mobile quarterbacks. And it's not about the scrambles, although those hurt. But to me, it's the throws from outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. Because the Niners want to play, they want to rush for and play zone. Yes. Well, when you do that and your DNs scream up field past the quarterback, it's really easy for him to get outside the pocket. When you get outside the pocket, zone coverages break down. All of a sudden, it's just plastering. I, I find someone and run with them. So now, yeah. like all the advantages you had, the pass rush gone, the, the zone defense gone, you're just holding on for dear life while Jordan Love is toying with you. Or Lamar Jackson is toying with you. Am I going to cross the line of scrimmage and run? Eh, not yet, not yet, not yet. I'm going to throw. You can't let Jordan Love do that to you because he has the skill set to do all of that. And that's how the Niners lose. I feel like this this 49ers defense fully rested is going to get after Jordan Love. I feel like Nick Bosa, Chase Young, uh, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead are going to put a ton of pressure on that Packers offensive line. They're going to be able to slow down that run, and they will get after Jordan Love. Uh, whether they can contain them or not, that's going to be the key. Like that's, you said. My, that's my problem. Like when they get after a quarterback, sometimes they let him out of the pocket. Like sometimes it's better to just contain him than to get after yeah. him. But that wide nine is all about, you know, all gas, no breaks, none of that reading and reacting stuff that they yeah. did in Philly that worked so well. Yeah. And, and you made a good point with this Packers offense. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, it's uh, Matt LaFleur is. Is free to just anybody, right? There's no divas on this team no. calling for the ball every time. Youngest team in the league. Youngest team in the league. I think yeah. the fourth youngest in play to ever make the playoffs Yeah, uh, in the history of the NFL. So all these guys, they're just playing, right? Like, they're just free. They're just whoever's open is who I'm going to pass to. We're going to run the ball. And it is – I've been using this expression for a while now, but they are that dog, that pit bull off the leash, right? They have nothing to lose. You know, no one expected them to beat the Cowboys. No one's expected them to beat the Niners. They can just come out here and play free. And I do expect Love to make some plays off script on the 49ers, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. I think the 49ers have the superior defense, and they definitely can match them offensively. For sure. You know, so I think the Niners end up pulling this one off. These Packers are beat up, man. I think that's a big part of this. If the 49ers, if they don't come out rusty, it's – it's over. It's over. The, the Packers have no chance. The, the, the best hope is that they come out rusty and the Packers can take the lead early. If that happens, it's a different ball game. But if the 49ers don't come out rusty, I, I don't see the Packers having a chance in this one. I think they have a I chance. Really I feel like we're underselling what they're doing. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10, just like mm-hmm. the Niners. And their quarterback is just as much of an MVP candidate over the last 10 as Brock Purdy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, their defense isn't great, but the Niners' defense has had some stinky performances the last few weeks, too. Um, to me to me it's about to me the key is can this offense come out clicking from the jump if they do that and they play Niners football and they take the lead early that's when I say Packers have no chance now if the Niners don't do that if they don't come out clicking if they do come out rusty that's when this becomes a real ball game here's why we'll stop with the Packers in a minute and move on to our prize picks but uh, here's why the Packers offense is tough to stop and why they're clicking right now. They're a lot like the Niners. There's not yeah. one guy you need to shut down. They're all threats and they spread the ball around. They're balanced and run pass. There's, I mean, it's not like, Oh, if you go in and shut down Romeo Dobbs, you're good. Like, no, right. 
Absolutely yeah. not. And that's the same way the Niners are. Makes them really tough. Yeah. I mean, I think most people would say that the Niners have a better coach than I don't I don't think LaFleur is that good. I think he messed up the clock management at the end of that game, let it be too close, but his play design was on point, was it not? I mean, how many times yeah. did Jordan Love have wide open guys down the field? Yeah. And yeah. the one thing about the Packers is they're so young that they're going to be competitive for a while with this group. I think uh -huh. they're just going to get better probably next year. They'll All be those better. guys are on rookie contracts. If you think about it, now that they've established themselves as a contender, they should yeah. be able to finally make some big moves in free agency. And I mean, they're a year away. They're, they shouldn't beat the Niners. But right. look what they did to the Cowboys. They, they beat them. I mean, at a certain point, it was just as bad as it was when the Niners played the Cowboys. They could have finished that game better. And that's on them. But really, the last 10 games, they're an elite yeah. team. And they, are good. they showed that they're better than the Cowboys. Like, that was not a fluke. If they if those teams played 10 times, the Packers would win eight of them, seven of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. I just they're, they're just their defense is not on the level of the Niners. And that's going to be the difference. Jair Alexander is quite good. But he, he is, but he's injured. He might not even play. I'm not sure if he's playing. Yeah, I saw that. It's true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do some prize picks playoff edition hold on okay here we go just the niners starting with brock against the packers 266 and a half passing yards more or less that's a tough one i feel like it's going to be right about there but i'm going to go more i feel like he's been above that recently uh and the, i'm not really worried about the packers defense to me the only reason why he doesn't go above that is if this game's out of hand early and he doesn't right. have to really pass that much. Yeah. Yeah. One of those uh, Jimmy Garoppolo games where they just hands off. I could see that. Yeah. But 266 yeah. and a half, I think he can do better than that. He's been averaging like 280 over the last yeah. 10, 288. Correct. Christian McCaffrey, 89 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I'm going more. I think, I think Kyle gets back to the identity that he lost against the Ravens and they just run the hell out of the ball. So I think Christian McCaffrey's going above that. Yeah. You can't let the Packers be more balanced and committed to the run than you. When you have the better running back, you can't let Aaron Jones outplay Christian McCaffrey in this game. I'm with you more. Also, yeah. McCaffrey, demand the freaking ball. Don't let what happened on Christmas happen again. Your name is Christian. That was Christmas. Never should have happened. Right. Brandon Ayuk, 62 and a half receiving yards, more or less. Man, I just want to go more. Maybe I'm being a homer today. I want to go more on all of these right now. I think Ayuk, he is going to go off in this playoff run. Ayuk's been phenomenal all year. So I, I got. Are you going over 62 and a half? I think that's an easy one. Yeah, he's got to factor in big time in the play in the game plan considering it's been his season. And if we got Brock going uh, more than 266 and a half, then stands the reason Ayuk would be more than 62. Yeah. All right, Debo, 58 and a half receiving yards, snubbed as a pro bowler. I, no, really the only guy in this offense that got no accolades this, this year. What's he going to do yeah. in his first playoff game? I mean, again, maybe this doesn't make sense, but I just feel like this Packers defense isn't going to be able to contain this offense, and I got them going more in that one as well. I believe it. A lot of times yeah. in these games when Debo's been slighted, Kyle goes to him and he plays well. George Kittle, last one, 51 and a half receiving yards, more or less. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I like their, their safeties they got on, on Green Bay. I got to go under with somebody. I'm going to go under with Kittle here. Okay, fair enough. Let's get one Packer. How about that? All right. Packers. Jo Ooh, you want to do Jordan Love or Aaron Jones? Uh, I think I'm going to go Aaron Jones under. I think Ooh, less. Okay, I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you got the Niners winning. Yeah. I think the 49ers really focus and dial in on stopping Aaron Jones. And like you said, he, he's faced the 49ers twice in the playoffs, never been able to go over that number. I That's think they hold him under. Yeah. That's correct. Let's see if Steve Wilkes can keep the streak going. Brock Purdy more, Christian McCaffrey more, Ayuk more, Debo more, Kittle less. Sorry, George. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones less. Lock it in. 40 bucks to win 920. That's good money. Hey, you want to play? Use promo code Cone, C-O-H-N. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100 on prize picks. All right. That's the plan. That's the plan. All right. Tell me about this uh, opportunity that Brock Purdy has in front of him this weekend. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about uh, Brock. You know, it's it's kind of a, a little bit unfair for Brock Purdy in a way, right? Like, he's obviously in a great situation. So people, when he when he plays good, people say, well, he's, he – he should play good. Look at his situation. Look at his off. Look at his play caller. Look at his weapons. He should play good. Um, so it's hard for him to achieve anything. Uh, hard for him to cement himself as a legitimate. Uh, and you know, you get people calling him the game manager, this and that. Well, <clears throat> the one way that he can surpass that is by winning the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. This it's a big opportunity for Brock Purdy. You know, regardless of weapons, play caller, all of that, and there'll still be some naysayers. Uh, regardless, even if he wins a Super Bowl. But once when you're a Super Bowl winning quarterback, it's not much you can say. Now you can come out again next year and keep performing. And this is how Brock has an opportunity to cement himself as legitimate. Like even you know, you and I, we're saying Jordan Love, CJ Stroud's better than Brock Purdy. Well, if Brock Purdy comes out here and leads his team to a Super Bowl, I think he he could kind of seal the deal as far as what he's accomplished so far. And that surpassing the situation that he's in. Yeah. And I, there's a, the point here to me is that it's all comes down to the playoffs. Right. And that's what we were trying to say. And it's kind of a boring thing to say during the season when you're in the moment, but like, yeah, Brock's having a great regular season and that matters. He could get an MVP. When you look at his box score, when he's 50 years old, that'll all be there. But ultimately his legacy will be determined by what he does this next month. Because look at C.J. Stroud right now. His numbers weren't as good as Brock Purdy's in the regular season, but if C.J. Stroud goes to the Super Bowl and Brock doesn't, no one's going to think Brock's better than C.J. Stroud. Like, this is where you make your legacy. If C.J. Stroud wins the Super Bowl this season, if Jordan Love wins the Super Bowl this season, those guys are looked at as elite franchise quarterbacks. And same for Brock Purdy. That's what's at stake. And it's stake for Kyle Shanahan and these coaches as well. Like, that's why the playoffs are the best, and that's why Kyle Shanahan, we look at him a little funny. It's like, look, we understand how much pressure is on these these games. It's it's a whole it's like a thousand times more than a, than a game than a pressure than the pressure in a game in November. What are you gonna do? Because we've seen it right. before. Yeah, Love I mean, it. think about how do we look at Steve Young, Joe Montana, and then Jeff Garcia, right? Jeff Garcia put up numbers better than Joe Montana and Steve Young at times, right? But we still don't even. He's not even on the level of Steve. He Young had that one twenty four point comeback win against the Giants, but that's mm-hmm. essentially his playoff moment. You're right. Right, right. Yeah. We don't look at him. What you got to do is win the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy yeah. has an opportunity. This is the year, man. We saw Tashawn Gibson on uh, Richard Sherman's show recently. I don't know if you picked that up, but Tashawn Gibson said, this is the best team I've ever been on and basically said that they are going to win a Super Bowl. He's like, I don't, you know, he, he backed off a little bit because he thought saw himself going ahead of himself, right? Um, Just do it. 
Yeah, but like he feels like this is their opportunity. This is their one shot. If if Brock Purdy can't lead this team, this team, this year to the Super Bowl, when is he going to? Uh, I feel like this is the opportunity for Brock Purdy to do his thing. But that being said, you know, he did have some pushback on the game manager thing. He needs to be a game manager right now <laughs> because they are in a great spot. Just don't turn the ball over, man. Get the ball to your weapons. You know, hand off to Christian McCaffrey, and this 49ers team should go all the way. Yeah, like there's all this negative connotation of like managing the game. That's exactly what Stroud and Love did this weekend. Neither one yeah. threw the ball more than 21 times. Neither one turned the ball over. Like they had explosive plays. They put up big points while managing the game. They weren't necessarily playmakers yesterday. They just did their job as well as they possibly could without trying to do too much, which is all Brock needs to do. And if he does do that, they should win. And are you worried at all about Kyle? I mean, you're not worried because you don't care about the outcome either like, way. Yes. But, like, are you worried about Kyle coming out, like, uh, you know, trying to be something different than what they've always been, which is run game, defense, play action? Are you worried about that? Oh, Let's talk go. about it. Let's talk about yeah. what's at stake for Kyle Shanahan against the Packers. Mm -hmm. This has been a very good year for Kyle. Again, regular season. You could argue it's been his best regular season yet. It's yes. been terrific. No one cares if he loses this game. And no one expects him to lose this game. But look what just happened to Mike McCarthy. A lot of people expected that. Maybe some didn't. I did. Yeah. He loses. And now you go from talking about, you know, him being one of the best coaches in the league to getting fired. Or Dan Quinn talking about him going to maybe Seattle to be the head coach to getting fired, potentially. That's how bad Dan Quinn was. Now, yeah. Kyle, if he finds a way to lose to the Packers, I'm really, they're a really good team. It wouldn't be a total mess up. How would people it, look at him? Now, it would be. It would be a mess. He finds up. a way to like wiggle out of responsibility, right? Like if Brock right. gets hurt, it's no one's fault. If Brock throws a bunch of picks, it's it's Brock's fault. And if the defense gives up a bunch of points, it's on Steve Wilkes. But I wonder if eventually, or ultimately, people will look at Kyle like, "Hey, man, you can't you you can't keep throwing." subordinates under the bus when it's you so i think yeah. a lot's at stake for him in this game it is man he has to he has to prove he can get over the hump otherwise yeah. he's he's the dak prescott of coaches at some point right he's got he's got to go all the way man this is the team this is the year to do it and really no excuses should matter uh at this point i mean if you're not going to win it this year when are you going to win it kyle shanahan's got to come out and be to me it would be a disaster if they don't beat the packers right it'd be a disaster in general, I th this team is too damn good. Even Tashawn Gibson just said it. It's the best team he's ever been on in his entire career, and he's been playing for a long freaking time. Kyle Shannon has put himself in position to win two Super Bowls and folded in those two moments. He's got to get over that hump. Uh, and if he doesn't, it it's horrible. He becomes the Dak Prescott of coaches at, at some point. Man, He's got to do it. He's got to do it. It, it. There's a lot at stake. For Kyle yeah. now he's not going to lose his job and he's going to be back here competitive again next year he's not going to lose his job but no someone so if they lose to the Packers someone's losing their job and obviously the easy scapegoat is Wilkes just like with the Cowboys don't be surprised if Dan Quinn gets straight up fired for what happened and they replace right. him with uh <laughs> Wink Martindale how about <laughs> Wink that Martindale. You know right? what's crazy about Quinn? He was he was supposed to get all these 
head coaching opportunities. But how do you hire him as a head coach after what happened yesterday? Nah, man, he's gonna have to find another defensive coordinator job, and it could be with the Niners. Hmm. That's a good one. But although I'm not sure he's better than Wilkes, but I'm saying if the Niners lose to the Packers, someone's getting fired, and it won't be Kyle. It'll either be scapegoated. It'll be Wilkes or Pur Purdy. And we're either going to be having the conversation, man, Wilkes mel uh, Purdy melted down again. Yeah. Is he is he that guy? Or, geez, Wilkes had a really good year, but first playoff game, couldn't do it. Like, this guy just isn't good enough. D'Amico yeah. did good in his first playoff game. Solid did good in his first playoff game. Yeah. So, a lot to stake for for Wilkes in this game. Really, no one cares what you did the in the first half of the, se the first season. I mean, regular season. Hypo hypothetical. Purdy melts down in this game, and we see a – a Browns game. What what happens to Brock Purdy? Well, great question. Well, I could tell you what the conversation would be all offseason. Yeah, it would be that. How legitimate is Brock as a franchise quarterback? Is he a product mm. of the system? Is he a game manager? Do you try to do too much? Is he the guy for the future? Should they draft another quarterback? Mm. All those conversations come up if he if he loses this game and he throws picks. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot at stake for the Niners. There's a lot of pressure. There's no pressure on the Packers. They're already way ahead of where they should be. Beating the, right. the, the Cowboys was great. They celebrated like they won the Super Bowl. They beat the Niners, too. Oh, my goodness. The Niners, yeah. if they lose this game, oh, my God. Yeah. It's just the biggest collapse ever. It's a, a, I mean, you look at everyone differently at that point. Kyle could point the finger to whomever, but you look at him differently. You look at Brock differently. You look at Steve differently. You look at Bosa differently. Like, again, guys, you kept this group together for four years to do this again. Got to win this game. They got it doesn't to. matter if it's by one point. You got to win this game. Yeah, and I fully, I, I fully expect them to. It is weird to think that the Niners could be one and done. It's a possibility. It's, it's very like happens. A, a minute possibility. In hey, my man, mind. there's a possibility it's going to rain in this game. Yeah, so I know it's uh -huh. Sunday. Is it, it going to rain Saturday as well? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't talked yeah, to that, Mother Nature yet, but I'm going to talk. We'll see what happens. Talk to him. See what yeah. happens. Talk. It's a possibility, man. I mean, it, the Niners. It's weird to think that this season has a possibility of ending on Saturday. And I just can't accept it. I just don't think that that's going to happen. I think the Niners are going to live up to what they their potential this year. Maybe that's the homer in me talking, man. But I really just got I, I got to see the Niners win. I want my kids to see a Super Bowl win. And I feel like everything, I mean, all these achievements and awards and records that they're breaking, it reminds me of those 90s teams that used to win Super Bowls. And I feel like that's where they're headed. That's the trajectory. It feels like a special season. I refuse to accept the fact that this is going to end on Saturday. I don't I don't see that happen. Short week for the Packers, fourth road game in their past five. Yeah, I mean, they the Niners 19 people on their injury and, and that's even more reason why things would go really weird if the Niners lost because it's the seventh seed. It's the yeah. youngest team in the league. You're the fourth oldest team in the league. The Packers are only going to be better next year. You're not going to be as good next year. You got to win this game. Otherwise, yeah. people are looking at you a lot like they look at the Cowboys right now. Yeah. A lot like they look at Dak. They look at McCarthy. Like they look at Quinn and Prescott. That's that, that's what's waiting for the 49ers if they lose this game. No one cares. Yeah. Is Juice going to be better next year? Is Kittle going to no. be better next year? No. Is Debo going to be Trent Williams? I, no. This is the year. You know who is going to be better this year, next year, I think, in my opinion, is the NFC West. And I think Seattle might be at the bottom of that. I can see the Cardinals being better next year. Man, Puka Nakua is the truth, brother. He's I the think truth. the Rams could He's be He's way better, better than I realized. He's so good. He, 
he's hella good. Like the, the Rams could be good. Cardinals could be good. We'll see what happens with the Seahawks and their coaching, but they don't really have a quarterback to me to make them better. But NFC West could be better next year. And the Niners are aging. This is the year, man. They got to make it happen. I feel like they're going to. Hadrian Medina says Nick Bosa has to show up in this game. Last year in the playoffs, he recorded zero sacks, but yet still got paid $122 million. It's time for Nick to show up. Yeah, he's been real professional all year talking to the media. Um, maybe that's his way of, like, getting us to not talk about the fact that he had, like, 10 sacks this year and wasn't all pro. Mm. First team, second team, like, kind of had a down season for his standard and for his price point. So if yeah. you can step it up now, no one, no one will care how much money you're making. It would be great if this entire pass rush stepped it up right now. Now's the time. Right? Yep. And don't let love out of the pocket, please. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says, side note, I hope Seattle hires Dan Quinn. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. That guy's going to be a D coordinator next year somewhere other than Dallas. That's my hot take. Mm-hmm. Maybe here. Uh, ben, some metal for it, says, Brock going to throw four picks, and Jones will dominate. Damn. Could no happen. way. I don't know four about picks. four. Nah. Lawless Light says this has to be the year. We are the oldest team in the NFC at this point. Yeah, it has man. to be the year. You can't keep running it back. It's been four years. Chris man. Hooper, Grant, gotta talk uh take me to prom if the Niners win the Super Bowl. Do it. Do, Do it. it. Yeah. Uh belligerent ideas has been a member for 28 months. All right, cool. Thank you. Chris Tallarico says, Ryan, that's what I meant by playmaker at quarterback. Brock can't hit half those throws. Love did. Brock Purdy's good and processes his reads quickly, but he's not hitting fadeaway touchdowns. I'd rather have Love easy choice. He processes pretty well too, man. Yeah, they both process. Stroud processes well. Loud Love processes well. They do have better arm strength, but I do. The first thing I noticed about Brock Purdy, way like his first preseason, I called him a playmaker because he sees the field. He can come off script. Brock Purdy is a playmaker, man. Don't get it twisted. He is. It's just he's a little limited in his arm talent. Yeah. Sometimes he r- tries to write checks that his butt can't cash. Got to be careful about that. You don't be overdrawn. Yeah. My dad used to used to say that expression all the time. It's a, yeah. it's a terrible expression. It's such a dad thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Chris Tallarico yeah. says uh, Green Bay is strong where SF is weak. Should be a good game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. This team beat Detroit and Kansas City. The Niners could too. But I think this team's legit. They also lost to Tampa. I don't know why. I'll have to watch. Keith Murphy. How many times has uh, LaFleur beaten Kyle? Once, right? Once. That's true. That's right. Week, uh, 2021, week three. I think so. Anoop says, very dangerous game. My concern is the secondary and safety speed versus the Packers wide receivers. Remember Jordan Addison? Now Dobbs, Watson, Reeds, Wicks. Some good wide receivers. They really do. Yeah. Good young um, receivers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Michael Brown, Foles and Dilfer won Super Bowls. $2. Is that true? It's true. Believe it or not. Okay. Little yeah. known fact. Adam said has been a member for five months. Damn, my guy just said Dak Prescott of coaches. <laughs> he did. Hey, if he loses. If he loses, yeah. Uh, Salah Safadi says both of these offenses struggle against good linebackers. Cowboys have bad linebackers. Niners elite linebackers. True. Hmm. True. No wonder you saw those guys wide open. Yeah, I think all offenses struggle against elite linebackers. Right? Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says, Ryan, he can never be the Dak of coaches. Dak can't get past the divisional. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. Good point. Uh, Moises, I still like that. It's a good phrase. Moises Rosales says that the Niners lose to Moody missing 
field goals, PATs, how does that not fall on Lynn Shanahan? They're responsible for constructing the roster. I don't want a cute, we would have won the Super Bowl if we had a kicker. That's true. We were talking about what's at stake for Kyle. You could put it on, you could put it on yeah. Wilkes, you could put it on the quarterback. You can't put it on the kicker because that was Kyle's choice. You could have made up Rob, Robbie Gold, given him $5 million and told him, take one more year away from your family. I'm sure you would have done it. I can't say I'm sure. Guess right. Yeah, that, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, if the kicker doesn't work out, that that's on Kyle. If if Brock doesn't work out, you know, he got rid of Trey because they didn't have time to develop a, a quarterback because they're a win now team. But if if Brock doesn't pull through in the playoffs, they can't say, oh, he, you know, he's developing, he's still young. Well, you said this is a win now team, and that's why you got rid of Trey. So both things are going to be on Kyle. Like if Brock doesn't perform, if Moody doesn't perform, ultimately that goes back to Kyle. Chris Tallarico says, unfortunately, nothing will ever fall on Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Look, that's up to us. Yeah, that's up I'm to not us. saying he's going to get fired, that Jed's going to do anything, but it, it it's all about the conversation about the team. Even there, where there's no real accountability, it's just public accountability, he skirts that. Yeah. Not this year, if they lose in the first round. You're the freaking head coach. Win this game. Find a way. Don't put it on yeah. one of your underlings, one of your subordinates like you always do. La last year, uh, I tweeted out when they – when they lost to the Eagles, I said there will there will be no coddling of Kyle Shanahan this offseason. It was my most hated tweet of all time, Grant. But I'm gonna say the same thing right now. If Kyle doesn't pull this off, there will be no coddling of Kyle Shanahan, at least by Grant and I. I can tell you that much. And even if they try to get even if like Purdy gets hurt or there's a big injury and Kyle tries to skirt it that way, it's like, man, you do this every year. You do this every year. You yeah. got to be able to find a way to win or keep your quarterback healthy or something, man. I don't know. I just don't want to hear an excuse. I want to see them win the Super Bowl this year because everyone expects it. Everyone expects it. Everyone is, is just so certain they're going to win the Super Bowl. And if they don't, I don't want people to all of a sudden have revisionist history like, well, actually, they weren't the best team. Like, nah. All yeah. year I heard they're the best team with the best coach. Like, finish the job. Yeah. That's it. And you got, the, you got the next Steve Young. If someone's having a brought, you got the next Steve Young. <laughs> So we're Keith good. Murphy, it's not impossible we go one and done. It happened to us during our Super Bowl era with Montana, but this is our year. It'd been a lot better if they could have faced Tampa or Philly in the first round. This is got this to me seems like the worst case. We even saw the Rams in this game in that last game. The Rams. I mean, Kyron, I'll take Aaron Jones over Kyron Williams. I think. Yeah. I mean, Stafford was great. I'm not going to take anything away from Stafford, but dude's tough, man. I think I'll take the Packers' defense over the Rams' defense. I think Aaron Donald's done. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald, he, he's still good, but he's not enough. Right? Yeah. They don't really have much outside of him on that defense. So you can't – defense, need, you need 11 players, at least eight. Beats and me says, what do the Packers do better than the Niners? Hmm. I think the only thing they do better to me is they have a quarterback that can make every throw on the field. I think that's the only difference, but I, or the only advantage they have. Kind of nice thing to have, quarterback who nice. can make any throw in the field and and move, and he's mobile, and he doesn't know picks. That that's the nice thing, man. The, look, look, look. Brock's great. Ten picks in his last ten games. This was an issue for him in college, training camp, and the last ten games. Four of them were in one game, but still, hmm. Love isn't playing like that. Love isn't trying to prove that he's a gunslinger. He's not having like little private conversations with Mark Schlereth or back and forths with Cam Newton. He's yeah. just doing his job. And yeah. if the Niners lose, it if the Niners lose to the Packers, I, you can almost guarantee Brock's don't want to pick in that game. So 
they, I think they're uh, they've lost every game. They protect Brock, the football better than the Niners yeah. in the last ten games. Beats and meets. Yeah, I man, I really when I just look at this team, I like I think Love is super talented, but Brock Purdy is talented too. They got the best weapons. They got the best coordinator. They got a better defense. Ultimately, I think all that's going to come together and be too much for the Packers. What do you think the spread is? I don't know. I haven't checked yet. I would imagine it's six for the Niners. Let me look it up real quick over on BetUS, which also. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's six. Wow. Maybe Card seven. Divisional. Okay, here we go. Oh. Oh. No. What is it? Ten? Try again. Ten? Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Mm-hmm. Do you think they cover? I think the Packers cover that. Ten points. I think it's going to be a close game. I do think the Niners should win the game. I don't know. We'll see how many injuries the Niners and the Packers have. But, yeah, they should be favored. Six sounds better to me. Five sounds better. Four. Ten? Yeah. They've both, they're both seven and three in the last ten. All right. Well, that's – look, the betting public doesn't know anything about the Packers. Everyone knows about the Niners. They're a very high-profile team with a bunch of stars. Packers aren't. I get mm-hmm. it. But that's the perception, guys. Like, Kyle, you find a way to lose this game with a 10-point 10, 10 favorites? I'm sure Kyle hates that, too. He's like, man, this seems right. good. Like, why? Why do we do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could. I could see it getting out of hand, though. I could see the Niners having one of their just mm-hmm. ass They can do it to anybody. Right? When they win, they, they got- tend to win big. Right. Flavor Reborn Restoration says, do you think if Brock Purdy wins Super Bowl, doubters will quiet down with all the Purdy slander? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's that much Purdy slander, but it did seem kind of messed up that he didn't get second team all pro and Dak did. I think that's where you kind of see the slander. Like, yeah. Even his own peers or, or the people around the league look at him like, mm, he just doesn't have the talent. So if he wins the Super Bowl, he should have been second team all pro, man. Enough of this Dak stuff. Dak is that's, enough. That's the challenge for Brock. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I brought it up earlier. It's like, when he does good, they're like, "Oh, you should have done good." Yeah, look at your team, look at your coordinator, yeah. right? It's it's like a, it's like and a bad. It's like, oh, but, oh, see, yeah, yeah. So that's what we were talking about. Yeah, he did it once yeah. this year. He's got to be excellent to overcome that, which means winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, not a Niner topic, but a former Niner coach coming back to the NFL mm-hmm. could be coming back to the NFC West. Who knows? Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will land? This is interesting, right? So there's eight head coaching vacancies that I know of, probably going to be nine by the end of the day, I'm guessing. Maybe even already. I haven't been watching the news while we've been doing this show. But New England, Chargers, Washington, Atlanta, Seattle, Carolina, Las Vegas, Tennessee, and probably the Cowboys all have coaching vacancies after the next day or two. But I think it really the, the ideal situation for Jim Harbaugh, he's – coming from where he was at the head of the Niners, but he had to answer to Trent Balk. He had to answer to Jay York. He has earned the right from what he's done when he played, when he was coaching the Niners, what he's done with Michigan to this time say, Hey, I'm not going to come into the NFL unless I have complete control, control over my GM personnel, player decisions, roster moves, all of that. Yeah. Just like Kyle, just like Kyle, right? Right. Like Kyle hired John Lynch and John Lynch is the general manager, but like, Harbaugh's going to have his John Lynch. Correct. And yeah. so to me, if I'm if I'm Jim Harbaugh, that situation exists in L.A. with the Chargers. Right. And they don't have a have general manager. Of, they don't have a general manager, no. right? So he's going to hire his own general manager. Yeah. 
and he gets an elite quarterback to start with. He's going to be slapping Justin Herbert's shoulder pads before games. I can see it's it happening. It's too perfect. As long as it's they pay him the right amount of money, it's just perfect. Then you get that you L.A. Get weather. West Coast. Yeah, you've been in Michigan in the snow for hella long, man. Trying to get yeah. that L.A. weather. I think yeah. it's a perfect scenario. That's where I would go. He played for San Diego. You have history with the franchise. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they're based in Costa Mesa, which is just lovely. If you, my, my friend Patrick Gordon, yeah. shout out Patrick, lives in Costa Mesa. This is a lovely place over by Huntington Beach. I want to say, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. You can do worse. No brainer. Yeah, it's no brainer. And it's like if you're coming back to the league, do you have an opportunity to coach a top five quarterback? Take that. Take that. Take you that. Take like Puff Diddy. I mean, take that. Take that, take that, take that. You can't make Puff Daddy yeah. references anymore. Uh, oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. My bad. But yeah, I'm just saying that. I mean, you don't like Washington's a good opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. They have the second pick in the in the draft. You could get a great quarterback, or you could get Zach Wilson. So yeah, you take Justin Herbert and just <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, that, I mean, what know. what other situation? You're not going to go to Atlanta. Who's your quarterback? Unless he wants to pick a quarterback. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to you're not going to Seattle. Pick, you could take Penix. And hope you could good, but you could. I'd rather just have Her- Herbert. Like, in what world is Penix going to be better than Herbert? Why would you do that? Right, yeah, that's rolling the dice there, right? You, I mean, you could go to, Are any, go to- is any quarterback in this draft going to be better than Herbert. Uh, I don't know, maybe that's tough. I don't think so. Not for a while, no, no. you're not going to go to Vegas. They're in the, you, you don't want to work under. Uh, whatever is I can't think of his name right now. You don't want to work under that guy with the hair with the haircut. You don't want to work yeah, under that would, guy. There, but there's no, no GM work. there. That's another spot where he could just take over. But like, but, but doesn't the owner basically run that? Doesn't the owner basically want to have his hand? He's like a Jerry Jones Jr., isn't he? I don't think so. I think he no. wants to hand it over to someone like John Gruden who will do everything for him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, the, what do you have there? You have Jimmy Devontae Adams, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. It's, Jimmy, overpaid Jimmy G? It seems like a, like, like from, from if I were Harbaugh, what Harbaugh should do is yeah. use you need a second team as leverage because you know the Chargers are going to lowball you. So you'll say, okay, I love it, love it, love it. What are you offering? Okay, I'd like twice that. <laughs> and yeah. the Raiders are willing to pay it. This team's willing to pay it. Like mm. you're going to be a freaking laughing stock if you let me slip through your uh, fingers over money that's not, that doesn't even affect the salary cap pay up. Right. He needs that leverage. It's the ideal situation for any one of these coaches that's out on the market trying to land a coaching job. You want that San Diego Chargers job. Yeah. No question. Just no question. Now, Cowboys are interesting if they fire McCarthy because it's a good team too. But Harbaugh don't want that's an issue Jones. with that contract. Yeah. That's just an issue. And yeah. uh the owners are very meddlesome. You would not yeah. have total control. Philly's interesting too if they fire Harry Roseman after tonight. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, not Harry Roseman, sorry, Nick Sirianni, but yeah. I have Harry Roseman on the brain. He's he's like the most meddlesome GM in the freaking league, right? So I don't know if Harbaugh want to go there either. Don't know. Right, he is he is not gonna want to be in a situation where he can't make all the he's decisions. Take over. Yeah, and that's why I don't think he's gonna go to Seattle either. Like, right? Are they gonna let he, you take over? I don't. And think Pete so. Carroll's still there. The guy that yeah. beat him in the Super Bowl or in the I NFC really like Championship. Yeah. So that's good news for the Niners. I don't really know who's gonna land in Seattle. It's not going to be, it can't be Dan Quinn. If they hire Dan Quinn after what he just did, how could people be excited about it? Also, I'm going to go on tangents for a second. What's the point of firing Bill Belichick, for example, 
and replacing him with someone from his staff. Like, what did you do? How, yeah. What did you just accomplish? Maybe I don't see it, but the Bill Belichick no, no, coaching tree is notoriously awful. And you got rid of Belichick to take to, to not go in a new direction. Like, well, you should have just kept Belichick. Yeah. What's the, what's the cat? What's the coordinator again? I always forget his name for the Lions. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson should be your your pick. You know, if it's not Harbaugh, you should be trying to get Ben Johnson because. Well, I think he's going to go to Washington. Washington seems like the most desirable team that doesn't have a franchise quarterback because there's a new rich ownership group and the number two pick, a bunch of picks. And it's very tough. Like even like I don't like Adam Peters was all over that. I don't like my head coach being the defensive, being the defensive guy. You know, I, I appreciate D'Amico Ryan's, but what happens if uh, Kubiak or whoever leaves, right? Him. Whoever his offensive coordinator leaves, what happens? They got to restart the whole offense again. Slow. I don't slow it. That's slow right. it. And that it's happened. Slow. He's already uh, he could get hired this year. He's already in the in the running. And right. I, I mean, it happens to all these coaches. So you got to start over a new offense, unless you can uh -huh. promote someone within and hope they can do the same. I, I, I'm going with an offensive guy, and that's why I think Ben Johnson should be your guy, or Harbaugh should be your guy, not not these defensive coaches. Yeah, it's just interesting, like the Seahawks and the Patriots think they have a culture. They think they're just their quarter, their, their, their head coaches. Yeah. You know, got a little old. So you know what the Patriots had, bro? What? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom you know what the Brady. Seahawks had? Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell All of Wilson. fame quarterbacks are borderline Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. in Russell Wilson's case. And it's like, they're going to, I bet you Seattle is going to hire Dan Quinn because it's like, oh, it's from our, we want to keep our, what do you mean? Get an offensive coach, join the twenty. Join 2024, please, because yeah. you're stuck in 2013. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Philip David Davies says, why was everyone overselling Flacco's performance but underselling Love's performance? Fluffing Dak going into that game. Let's go Niners. I don't know. A lot of good questions there. Hey, man, Flacco was balling, man, and he has that history of success. I thought Flacco was going to do way better than he did. He looked like trash. I thought Dak was going to do better. I was wrong on both those guys. They both uh, crapped the bed. For lack of a Black better done. He's old. But Dak, like, we've seen you do this a lot of times now, man. And it, in the past, we gave you passes because it was against the Niners, and they're really good. But against yeah. Green Bay? You know, nah, I mean, sometimes I feel like when I see a trend over long periods of time, I think, okay, well, at some point that has to change, right? But I guess not. Maybe that's the wrong way of thinking. Maybe when I see a trend, I just got to – think that's going to continue did you not laugh out loud when he threw his first pick in that game yeah and i called the second one I, was, I i felt that he, he was even after that first pick all he was throwing some dangerous passes and i told my sons i'm like watch you gonna throw another one right here and then boom another one yeah Dude, i'm looking at his spot track right now his cap hit next year this year it was 26.8 next mm -hmm. year is 59.4 they're gonna have to renegotiate that they got his to. dead cap hit is 61.9, so they can't get rid of him. They're gonna have to extend his contract or renegotiate it. I don't know, man. Yeah, yikes. Well, That's their crazy. problem. I wouldn't want to be their coach. I wouldn't want to deal with Dak. I wouldn't want to deal with Jerry. Good luck nah. to you two. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be that coach. Me neither. I'm going to I'm going to the Chargers, man. For yeah. sure. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yes. You want to live in Dallas or Costa Mesa? <laughs> right. No question. Zero Chris question. Calarico, uh, the Chargers is way, way, way too cheap to hire Jim Harbaugh and what he will bring with them. If they don't hire Jim Harbaugh and they bring in some weak, no-name defensive coach, they should be obligated by the NFL to trade Justin Herbert. Yeah, 
He was holding him hostage. That's what they did to Phillip Rivers. Although they did give him Norv Turner. Anyway, Beats and Meat says, rumor has it that there's already a contract in place for Harbaugh to the Chargers. He's given Michigan a few weeks to celebrate before bouncing. I I believe him a few weeks. I believe believe the offer's on the table, but a few weeks? Nah, he's not going to do that. They'll make a decision sooner than that. Zeke Idelson says, this feels like the reverse of the Niners going to Green Bay in 2021. Niners better come ready. It is the reverse. That's exactly what happened. Green Bay was the one seed. They had a bye week, and then week 18, they sat their starters for most of the game. And then they came out, I don't know, I don't know if they were flat or just not as good as the Niners in that game. But that was a really Niners, weird game. Remember they won like 13-10 or something? Yeah, but Niners, so, Niners are winning this game, man. Niners are winning this game. I, I'm telling you guys right now, like I, I think Niners not only win this game, but I think they come close to covering that spread. It's going to happen. Speaking of new existence, you're really good with your projections. I don't d- disagree. You're the prize picks, man. <laughs> Not all the time. I'm only two and two this weekend, man. I'll see what happens today, but I'm I'm two for two for my predictions for this weekend. Not that great. I don't want to talk about mine. Anyway, <laughs> Ryan, great show today. Yeah. Like the hat, too. Thank you. Is it a Warriors yeah. hat? Yeah, it's a Warriors hat. Cool. All yeah. right. Are you doing it? Are you working? I know you worked this morning. Are you done for the day? I'm done for the day. Um, but I have a show. I'm back. I took like four days off. I'm back every morning. So please go subscribe to the, to the channel. I'd appreciate it. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm back at four. I mean, three. I'll have to figure that out, though, and text my co-host. See you guys. Take care.